0: Every day during this great and terrible pause, the Coot Street podcast is taking 10 or so minutes to talk to readers and book lovers from all over the world about what they're reading, what they think you might enjoy reading, and how they're getting through all of this craziness. Today, it's, I'm delighted to be joined by the brilliant editor, Bon Vivant, and all round great guy, David Thomas Moore, who works Hilarious Books. Hello, David.
1: Hello, Jonathan. I'm a Bon Vivant. Um, oh, well, that's uh, what, what I, I saw have... when I
0: was at a convention,
1: so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and be as Bon as I can.
0: Uh, So how are you?
1: Uh, I'm good, uh, surviving. Um, The pandemic's been an interesting time, uh, but uh, fortunate to have my my job, um, to have a uh, safe home with a garden, (laughs) virtually. That helps. Um, Doing a lot of home cooking, which uh, (laughs) which has been really nice.
0: And are you finding yourself functional in this thing? I mean, I've had times when I can't work and I can't read or I read more or I'm surrounded by children. How about you? (laughs)
1: uh it's a bit tricky um uh, we are at home with my daughter beatrix who's here uh, in the office with me um which means my, my wife and I are both trying to hold down jobs and yep. um, provide entertainment and education for our daughter at the same time, which um, is a bit, a bit of a, a cool. challenge. But um, broadly speaking, I'm not finding being at home um, difficult at all. I quite uh, quite quite like the space that we've got. To, I've set up my study. Normally, uh, if I was working from home, I'd be on the sofa downstairs. But I found after about a week and a half of that, it was doing my back in and doing my head in. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a study set up with like a desk and a proper setup. up um so uh (laughs) um yeah so it's a it's a a fine work environment and actually i'm finding as i say i'm cooking more uh, um wasting less food uh taking better care of the house um Uh, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot to like about it amidst all of the kind of mental and emotional drain. Um, <laughs>
0: I think that's fair. I found something not too dissimilar. There's a the thing about living about living where you live, right, rather than being away from it so much, even though you miss the people who you don't see and all that kind of thing. And it is a different thing. So let me ask you this as well. If you're working and reading, are you reading anything interesting? What are you reading at the moment? And, you know, is uh, it I, any good?
1: My- <laughs> my, my reading has, uh, has, has, has struggled, um, uh, finding time. I, obviously, I think like most people, I read a lot on the commute, um, which I don't have anymore. But, uh, I'm currently reading two books. Uh, I'm showing them to you, even though, uh, the listeners at home can, cannot, uh, be appreciating this experience at all. Um, Katie <laughs> Wade's, uh, Beyond the Empire, uh, the third book in the Adran and War trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now three books behind. I think she's just finished her second, or, or they, they've just finished their second trilogy. Mm. Yeah, they've just finished their second trilogy. Um, but, uh, these are fantastic books. Um, Hale is a fantastic character. Um, uh, the best description I heard, I think it's on the, the back here. Um, yeah, uh, an intergalactic, the West Wing with more assassination attempts. And it is, it's got, <laughs> it has got, it's got that real kind of West Wing vibe of like, there's a political crisis, a bunch of people come together, there's a walking, talking sequence, there's like the quick decision says, oh, no, you can't do that. That's crazy. And she's like, oh, try me. We're going to do it. Interspersed with this kind of firefly, uh, slash hand solo kind of rollicking, uh, criminals in space vibe. Um, it's enormous fun and I recommend, uh, the trilogies, uh, very much to any, um, and Tasha Suri's Empire of Sand, um, still in book one, um, but uh, yeah, this is absolutely beautiful. I was one of those people a few years ago who said oh, I don't read romance, um, which I think is sort of caught up with a lot of um, bullshit, toxic masculinity, and um, and nonsense. And actually, we do. We all read romance. We all read stories with romances in them. This is uh, this is a story. I, I don't know if, if romance fans would qualify it as romance. It certainly has a romance at its heart. It's an, it's an enemies to lovers uh, forced marriage. Um, plot uh, deeply rooted in sort of Tasha's Indian heritage Um, and it is yes it's it's a beautiful book with uh, really compelling characters and um, quite a lot of pain and yearning uh, in it which uh, (laughs) I'm hugely hugely enjoying Um, yeah so those are the two books I'm uh, trying to read at the moment when I get time to read
0: Fantastic. Well, look, there's a a question that I've been, I realized part way through the process of this pandemic that I was phrasing badly. I was phrasing it as a, if you like, Proust versus Pratchett question. In the time we're in, you know, do we go for the worthy read to improve our souls or comfort reading? And I don't think that's really a, a fair dichotomy or a meaningful one, but... I would ask, is this something that you would recommend to people beyond the two books that you're reading at the moment that they might seek out at the moment and might be interested in?
1: Oh, that's that's a tricky one. There's there's so many wonderful books out there. And uh, as my job as an editor, I'm sort of constantly trying to keep on top of what's coming out at the moment. So all of my uh, replies would be like, oh, this thing I'm reading right now or this thing I've just read right now now is good, which uh, possibly doesn't capture that. What is the book you think people should be seeking out? Um, But actually, this is just called my – the book I think everyone should seek out if they haven't already read it, and I realize almost everyone probably has, um, but I would direct anyone to Nori Jemison's uh, Broken Earth trilogy. Okay.
0: Um,
1: absolute heartbreaking books. Um, as a bit of a both content warning and spoiler, um, it, the, both the first and third books start with the same infanticide. <laughs> it is absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but... Um, uh, yeah, it's a, a deeply heart-wrenching book about loss and pain and mm-hmm. anger. Um, a a extraordinarily uh, original um, fantasy, science fiction, fan- science fantasy possibly premise. Um, the, the concept of the world is that uh, uh, these people called origins have the ability to control uh geological mo- movement, geological energy. Um and it's a weirdly inverse thing. It's you start off very powerful, you end up very focused. So uh, a first ring origin uh, can stop an earthquake. Yeah. Uh, a, a tenth ring origin can move a single molecule in your body. Um uh it's and uh yeah it's, it's absolutely extraordinary um uh heartbreaking books uh which um yeah they'd be among the ones I mean rightly okay. received no, well, yeah. award. So uh, those would be my my top recommendation if you've not read them yet.
0: And then I guess the the last thing I'd ask you, I mean, you're an editor more than uh, an active writer yourself at the moment, at least. So my question for you is, as an editor, whatever, is there anything you're working on that you would recommend to the world at large that they seek out?
1: Uh, Well, yes. Um, uh, So a couple of my books, which have just come out very, very recently, uh, which... I'm slightly worried about are going to suffer in the pandemic. So I'd, I'd beg people to read them. But apart from anything else, they are incredible and uh, deserve, um, deserve as much love as possible. Uh, so that's going to be uh, premium Muhammad's uh, Beneath the Rising. Uh, again, uh, the audience at home can't see it. There's this beautiful black ring. Everyone says it looks like um, a Hexapod B from a rival Oh, it's a circle. Ted Chang didn't invent circles. <laughs> uh, but this is a wonderful coming-of-age um snarky pop culture reference filled um uh lovely fun story that is also um absolutely horrible um exploration of the the uh, toxic friendships and Mm -hmm. um uh and and you know doomed um Love isn't quite the right word. Yeah, doomed love. Let's call it that. Um, as well as a Cthulhu horror book and, um, it is absolutely wonderful. Uh, it's, it's, we've p- pitched it as, uh, all the birds in the sky meets Lovecraft Country. Um, Fantastic. so it came out in March. Um, and honestly, I think it's going to be on all the Hugo, uh, all the award shortlists, um, next year. Um, Weave the Lightning by Cory L. Lee. Uh, this is a, um, uh, also kind of coming of age i guess that seems to be my um, my zone a bit uh, this year um that's a sorry that was my little girl um, <laughs> um, so it's a, a story set in a um uh sorry sorry say in a sort of a russian flavored uh fantasy country um, where the storms are the source of magical power and uh storm blessed people can channel the lightning down and turn it into a magical effect um, and the way they do it is by invoking um, an emotion suitable to the magic they're trying to do mm-hmm. which say feel that emotion again which has kind of backlash so to to make a, a magical combat uh, weapon to channel magic into a pistol for instance they have to get really violently angry which in itself is quite dangerous when you're holding a pistol yeah, yeah. Um, and they have to get violently angry to use the pistol as well so it's, it's a it's a really interesting and there's a sort of second uh, uh, not second world, kind of a um, spirit world uh, thing in it, you have to go into Susednia uh, to channel magic so yeah. it's a really interesting magical setting with um, a, a, a rich um, um, and <laughs> um, uh, emotionally fraught relationship between our uh, heroine, who is the uh, who's the, the, um, the tightrope walker at a circus, and part of the uh, resistance underground against a sort of tyrannical yep. uh, uh, military dictatorship, um, and uh, Garrett, who is the son of the tyrannical military dictator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the, the storms are just coming back magic's just coming back to the world Garrett has a really thorough technical training in magic uh, but um, can't somehow grok it uh chelka Chil- has a um, really profound intuitive understanding but no real training between them uh, as well as a burgeoning relationship they sort of learn to tap into uh, the potential of magic in this really in- interesting approach to magic in this world so yeah. Uh, yeah with the lightning and beneath the rising um excellent and uh made to order um ah, yes uh, <laughs> our, <laughs> robot right, uh,
0: our robot book our robot book
1: a uh, robot book, uh, yeah, an anthology um, of sort of stories about labour and uh, sort of socialist ideas, or at least ideas about um, yeah. how we relate to work and to uh, the dignities and liberties of people, where those people are, oh. machines. Um, absolutely um, um, required um, collection, necessary, <laughs> in, in these times, uh, in these times when sort of our our approach to work is... Possibly coming under more strain than ever. Um uh, and I guess I should point out this it won't be out for a little while unless you buy it from uh Goldsboro Books, uh Yunha Lee's Phoenix Extravagant, um, which has been delayed to October, but it's going to be available in a few weeks from Goldsboro Books in mm-hmm. a, an extremely limited edition with a bl- lovely sprayed edges and signed uh, sheet at the front. So that's uh that's something I want to point you uh, to. And sure. I guess
0: limited, so they better get in fast.
1: Get in there while you can. Absolutely. Uh, I can't remember. It's it's the Goldsboro Science Fiction and Fantasy Fellowship. uh, I think that's right,
0: I shall add a link to the show notes when the episode goes out so that everybody can can get to it and to the others as well. And I should ask, since we have a special guest today, does (laughs) she have a favourite story or a book she thinks people should check
1: out? Oh, what's your favourite book? Well, that's a question because I've already... Read one of the Harry Potter books, and I like Harry Potter movies. I have watched <laughs> yeah. all
0: of them—the uh, sixth one. Yeah. So do you and like? Did the, you like the Harry Potter book?
1: Yes, like I love like the first Harry Potter book. There you go. It's currently <laughs> my favorite one. Oh, right there now. you go. Well, do you Harry think Potter I could tell,
0: Do you think I could tell other kids about the Harry Potter book? They might like it too. I'll do that. We'll yeah, do
1: that. Also, I'm going to write, I'm going to write my own I mean, book. <laughs> oh yeah, getting into the plugging. Well, uh, I, I will be looking going. forward to that. But but thank you. Anyway, <laughs> cool.
0: thank you and thank you very much, David, for making the time today. I genuinely appreciate thank it. You
1: okay. Oh no, I'm really, really grateful to be on this. Uh, it's, uh, it's really appreciated. Hello everyone <laughs> and, and
0: goodbye.
1: Uh, stay safe. Okay.